0: Welcome to Quick Tips for Dads. My name is Randy. Today I am discussing part five of nine of a nine-part series of our, of my reactions to an article written by DailyDad.com on nine ways to be a better father right now. Today's episode is all about not oversharing with your kids and ways that we can work things out in our own lives when we are upset, frustrated, or angry on how we can improve ourselves so that we don't overshare with our kids and cause damage or harm to them so here we go please enjoy what is up guys my name is randy this is quick tips for dads on today's episode i am discussing part five excuse me of the daily of com's article nine ways to be better father right now and let's just jump right in um, don't overshare with your kids. That is today's tip from dailydad.com. And this is something that I don't I don't know how much I had thought of this, honestly. I I don't know that I've put it into this language, into this that verbiage. I think it's a really interesting thing to think about because how many times has somebody overshared with you or with me? and it really affects our day. They share their problems, they share their issues, they share, I mean, their happiness even, and that affects your day in a positive way. I remember one time we were at church, Some this girl got up and said something along the lines of, at risk of oversharing, I'm about to overshare, and went on a 10-minute spiel about how the man she's been in love with since ninth grade no mind you this was like 30 years later no not 30 it was maybe 15 years later was getting married and not to her and it was really awkward and there was just a palpable discomfort through the whole congregation and i mean honestly like oversharing it can be good if it's happy things but you gotta be careful what you overshare when it's purely negative. You gotta be careful what you overshare when it's stress, when it's anger, when it's frustration, because you just never really know how it's going to impact somebody else's day. And we don't wanna negatively impact people's days if we can avoid it. So in the article, it says it is not appropriate to share our adult problems with our children. And it's even more inappropriate to expect them to help us through them. Realistically, every man is going to have problems in his life. You may be having difficulties at work with your spouse, with your own parents, or making ends meet. Find a healthy outlet for that stress and talk about it with the right people. If you and your spouse need to have an argument, don't argue in front of your kids. Put it off until later. Who knows, you may even lose the need to argue. So let's break this down a little bit. Um, it's not appropriate to share adult problems with our kids, and you know, I I'm a new dad. I'm kind of dumb sometimes. <laughs> I I'm sure I've shared things, and our our kids only two, um, but I'm sure it gets more difficult as it grows. And I know that there have been times in my own life where my parents, you know, shared things with us, but they never expected us to solve the problems um, and to help them through it, but it's it's hard to understand because those kids, your kids, they don't understand what you understand. They haven't been through your experiences. Your two-year-old, your five-year-old, your 10-year-old, your, even your 16, 17-year-old hasn't gone to work for you and had to deal with a boss who is you know, one light bulb short of being Michael Scott and the the greatest slash worst boss on the planet. Um they don't they don't comprehend that and, you know, children's wisdom can sometimes be very profound. But I actually agree with this that it's not appropriate to share our adult problems with our children because they are not adults. They don't have the experience and the mental capacity most of the time to really handle those problems and work through them because they may not see the big picture the way that we see it. And you know, there, there may be some, some benefit to that, honestly, but it's not their problem to solve. And if we make it their problem to solve, that's on us as parents. I think that really, I just, I think that makes it really hard because then the kids feel that it's their fault if something's not working right. And I would never want my kid to feel that way. Um, next part here, every man is going to have problems in his life. And let's just be real. Problems aren't something that might happen. They are something that will happen. And how often in our lives have we had an issue that we thought, oh, that might come up. And it did. (laughs) I know I have a lot and problems I had no idea to even look out for came up. So problems are going to happen. Problems at work, Um, problems at school, problems with your spouse, where you're frustrated, where you're angry, where you're tired, whatever it may be, Um, you have to find healthy outlets for that, like he suggests. And I mean, there's a number of different outlets that can be different avenues that can be explored. One that I really like and um, I've used in the past is going to the gym. Going to the gym for me is a big stress reliever if I am actually able to go and and do a good workout, if I have the energy. Um, Another thing that I do is, I've talked about this before, is I will get a piece of paper that I'm going to chuck, that I'm going to throw out and write down all of my emotions so that I can get it out and so I'm not uh, exploding on my wife or on my baby whom I love more than anything in the world. And I would never want to do anything to harm them. And so we have to take out our emotions on inanimate objects that we're not going to harm. Another suggestion from somebody I heard that I thought was a little, uh, odd for lack of a better term. I, I don't know what else to call it, but you know, if it works, it works. Uh, this guy suggested that you go and talk to a tree, um, and you talk to the tree as if it's your friend. You just sit there and chat with it. You just sit there and you can yell at it, you can scream at it, whatever. And because it is rooted in the earth, it can take that negative energy and disperse it throughout something that can handle that negative energy. Um, Another thing I've heard suggested is your steering wheel. Um, There's been a couple of times where I've been frustrated about one thing or another, and I knew I had to be really careful to not take out my emotions on my wife or my baby. And so I, you know, had to go to the store for something, and it, like I, <laughs> I was going to the school or going to school or, or commuting or whatever it might have been, and I just told my steering wheel every negative emotion I had. There was a, a scream every now and again. There was. I don't I try not to swear, but there may have been one or two curse words in there just but I had to get that energy out of me so that I could express myself in a healthy way to my wife and to my baby. Um and that has helped me in the past. I hope that you guys will never lose your cool on your spouse or your baby or your kids because uh, it's just so hard to to not do. Um and stresses will come. If you work, you will be stressed. If you are worried about finances, you will be stressed. The stresses there there is no end to the amount of stress that can come from life, from just living life. And I think it's really an important skill to learn how to regulate that and how to. Um, to work that out without having to negatively impact your family Um, and I really like this last this last sentence he says who knows you may even lose the urge to argue or the need to argue and more often than not I found that if I react in the moment it will be more explosive and aggressive and I do not like explosive and aggressive when I need to work something out if I'm at a sporting event, or like a hockey game, or soccer game, or baseball game, and something amazing happens, I am the first to jump up and scream. Or if the ref needs to be taunted, I'm happy to, happy to give him a little ribbing, you know? But if you put off some of these extreme, angry emotions, anxious, stressed emotions, usually they will dissipate. And usually, you'll be able to think it through with a more clear head. And if your spouse is upset, this time can serve them well as well to, to let the dust settle. Um, and so I really I really like that thought. The second paragraph he talks about here, he says, If you're having trouble at work, leave it at work. Don't bring it home. It can be really difficult to segment our lives into little boxes. But let yourself be motivated by the fact that arguing and fighting and verbal despair can be even more damaging to your kids than it is to you. Part of being a man and a father is being a solid, dependable person your family can rely on and feel safe with. It's okay to have problems. Just learn how to share them with the right people at the right time. Um, And I I really love this. I, I know in the past, before we had kids, I had some work days that I came home just feeling angry and upset and frustrated and stressed out. And I mean, there were nights that I couldn't sleep because I was so frustrated with something that had happened at work. And it's stupid, I know, to bring it home. But when you spend eight, nine, sometimes 10 to 15 hours a day working on something and you just, you're just, you just frustrated and you're tired. Um, it's hard to leave it there. I think the pandemic really made it difficult to separate work and, and home in part because we were all working from home. A lot of people were. Um, and that made it really difficult for me because it was super easy just to say, oh, let me wait for this email. Okay, at seven o'clock, we'll email them and see if they're done with it. Okay, eight o'clock, okay, they're finally done. Now I can do my work and finish what I need to do. And that cut into my family time, my time with my wife before we had our baby. And it was, uh, it was really hard, but I think it's an important lesson to learn and to be self, uh, self-aware, a little introspective to know how it is that you can turn that off and shut work out so that you can be present with your child, um, And then when he talks about how arguing and fighting and verbal despair can be even more damaging to your kids than it is to you. This is so true. So, so, so true. Um, My wife has some family members that are very into like end of world kind of theories and, and different things and different conspiracy theories. And they share with us a lot of for lack of a better term, conspiracy theories. And a lot of doom and gloom. And I can tell you when, when that family member of my wife's shares those type of things, and I mean, when my parents do it too, they don't do it very often, but I mean, I'm sure it can happen. There's a lot of doom and gloom in the world. And if you watch Fox News or CNN long enough, the whole world is going to hell in a handbasket. So those those negative things... And that despair is so damaging. It sets my wife off. It turns her into a a hopeless person that just feels despair. And it's insane to me just how much uh, somebody else can affect us. And so we want to teach our kids resilience, but we can't be the ones causing them problems. And we've talked about this before. We need to learn how to share our problems with the right people at the right time, you know, In one of our prior episodes, we discussed going to therapy and how there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely no shame in needing therapy and needing help. Um, use some of the tactics I've discussed, write it out, go talk to a tree, go scream at your, uh, uh, scream at your steering wheel. If you need to, um, journal, just how having a journal to write down your, write down your things. Um, and just think about how these problems, how we can set them aside and not let them impact our, our, kids. Um, so those are my thoughts for you today on this. Don't overshare things with your kids, because there are things that is just simply not appropriate to share with your kids because they are not ready for that heavy weight that we are tending to put on them. So if you found any value in today's episode, please give us a like, subscribe and a share, and we'll talk to you all next time. Peace. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Quick Tips for Dads. As always, I just appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, and I really do hope and I believe that these messages can help dads become better dads. I know that they are making me think and reevaluate how how I am as a dad and how I can be better. Again, we've got a new Facebook page up and running, Quick Tips for Dads, and an Instagram page at Quick, tip, at quick Tips for Dads as well. Um, if you find our val- our content valuable, please like, subscribe, and share. And we will talk to you all next time. Thanks.